Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. He's got the ball. Jared Hayes. Hey, superstar, superhuman. Collie Montalais. The speed of a bullet. He hits it. He's got it. What a game the All-Stars was. A uh, sensational way to kick off our season. I I absolutely love this game of footy. And for me, the week leading up to it, it's more important than the game itself. Uh, for me, the 10 minutes before kickoff is more important than the game itself as well. Wasn't that unreal? Um, just those two cultural experiences before the game, they were unbelievable. I love seeing the passion in Benji Marshall, uh, Isaac Luke. I thought he was incredible in the in the pregame there. Um, I thought Blake Ferguson for the Indigenous side, he was sensational to watch. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, great as always. Um, yeah, and I mean, the game itself, it, it was a bit of a strange one, to be honest with you. It was um, obviously not great conditions uh, raining up there, which is, you know, a nightmare for these two sides. I mean, when you're putting together a Marion and Indigenous side and with all the X factor, all the ability in the world, you put them on a wet track and it's it's always going to be a little bit of a letdown. And I was a little bit disappointed, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, we didn't see a try in the first half. I mean, what, what were the odds for that? That would have been astronomical. Um, I thought the Indigenous side, they just couldn't find their groove. They kept on trying to push offloads. They barely got out of their own end. They didn't have any ball. Um, the Maori side, I mean, I, I, I just thought like they were making field position well. Their their forwards were dominating the centre third and they just couldn't execute on the last few plays. They just couldn't get it done. I, I thought Jerome Loy overplayed his hand a few times there. I thought that made a couple of poor decisions that I didn't see him make last year and I guess this is where it does come back to as well. These guys, of course, they're not in the same team. They've had one week that it hasn't been a week of training. It's been a week of cultural experiences. They've been doing, you know, fantastic things all around the country, doing doing great things. And I, I think training was probably second to that realistically. And I think it did show. And look, as I said before, for me, the, the week leading up to it is more important than the game anyway. But for this game to finish in a draw as well, I thought that was really disappointing. Um, there's two arguments to it. We should have extra time. We shouldn't. I understand both. As a as a viewer, I definitely want to have extra time. I want to see us go to golden try. I don't want this golden point rubbish. I want golden trial. I would love to see these teams go until one team scored a try and they take home the trophy. Uh, but I also understand the other side of the argument that these guys, they're coming into this game... Obviously, off their preseason, but it's their first 
proper game and you can't you can't emulate match fitness in a preseason. Uh, you can do your very best, but you simply can't do it. So the reality is that it was probably for the best. We didn't go to extra time. You could have seen more injuries there. You could have seen guys pushing themselves further than what they probably should be in their very first hit out. Uh, but as a viewer, it definitely was disappointing to see a draw at the end. I absolutely hate that. I It's one thing that I don't understand how soccer fans can enjoy one all, zero all. It, it blows me away. I, I, I'm a guy that really wants a result. I don't think golden points the way to go. I think golden tries the way to go. I would absolutely love that. Um, and yeah, as I said, the weather conditions, they weren't great. Um, it, it, it was a bit of a nightmare, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I like Imagine if you put these two teams on a dry track. I think it would have been sensational. Uh, a couple of standout players. I'll start with the Indigenous All-Stars. And for me, the standout was the hooker, um, Cotter from the North Queensland Cowboys. Now, you all know that I have been a huge fan of Reese Robson for a long time. I think he's going to be a star, but mate, Reuben Cotter, I think I've underestimated him. He was unbelievable the other night and, you know, a lot of passion goes into this game, so uh, maybe there was a, a, a lot of that riding on this for him, but mate, when I was watching him the other night, he he looked unbelievable and if I was Reese Robson, I think I'd be nervous up there because for me, I would be starting Tamalolo though in Jersey 13, but I'd be using him in the front row rotation. And when he goes off the field, I would be putting Cotter or Robson, whichever one you don't start with, into the fray to play as a lock forward. And, mate, the more I watch Cotter, I wouldn't be shocked if Reese Robson ends up at 13 for part of their games. I, I, I'm starting to think that Reese Robson will start and Cotter will come on at and Cotter will come on at hooker, and then you'll see Robson go to 13 because this kid he was unbelievable the other night. He really impressed me. Um, I thought Latrell Mitchell was really good. Look, had his, you know, I think he, I, I think he ran for fifty meters or something, which is sort of what you expect out of Latrell. I mean, sixty-four minutes, uh, ran for fifty meters, which for a fullback just seems unreal. But I think that we've got to start to accept that this is going to be the Latrell Mitchell we get. This is he's not going to be a stats guy. Um, he's going to be a guy that lays on points. And I thought he had some really good touches the other night. There was a. It was a play that he took down the left edge or he took it down the short side and he sort of threw around the corner pass to AJ and the pass was a little bit too good, if I'm honest. Um, there was another nudge that he put in for the Alex Johnson try. I thought that was sensational. He had some really good touches, Luttrell. Um, he had an offload in the first 30 seconds, which was a good offload. It should have been caught by Jack White. He hit him on the chest in traffic when he took in four players. So I thought Luttrell was really good. Um yeah, it, it was just a hard game for the players to get into. In the wet, there was drop ball everywhere. And especially in these games too, the other thing you've got to remember is that there is constant subs on and off. So it's hard to get that consistency in your side with guys moving all over the place. Uh, Josh Kerr was another one that impressed me. I thought he had a really good game. Um, he's he's going to be a real shining light for the St. George of the Royal Dragons this year, I think. Andrew Fafita, how trim did he look? He looked amazing, Andrew Fafita. Um, you know, I, I, I almost couldn't believe it was him when they were doing their um, their walk right at the start. That was incredible. Um he looks so fit to me. I, to, to be honest with you, I don't think his football was as fit as what he looked. But as he gets match fitness into him, I think we could see Andrew Fafita definitely improve on last season. I don't think he'll be back to his very best, but I think he's definitely going to have an improvement on last year. Uh, David Fafita, good little hit out, played 60-odd minutes, 15 hit-ups, uh, ran for 140 metres. This is what we expect from David Fafita. I still don't think I saw him used properly, which has really annoyed me, but... 
once again, you've had Cody Walker and Jamal Fogarty. They they haven't had a whole uh, they haven't had a whole week to prepare with him. They've had a lot of things to go to this week and events on that has been more important than than their prep for this game. But I'm just I'm really hoping that David Fafita gets used properly when he arrives at the Gold Coast Titans. I think it's going to be critical to their to their 2021 campaign. Tyrone Peachy, uh, I, t- I tipped him to have a really good game. A little bit disappointing, to be honest with you. Um, I like the way that he was moving the ball around the middle, but wet footy like that, it's definitely not Tyrone Peachy footy. It's not Cody Walker footy. It's not Latrell Mitchell footy. So it just didn't really suit them. I thought Corey Thompson, he was fantastic. Played 52 minutes. I, I thought some of his runs were really good. Cade Cast, I've always been a f- big fan of him. His impact was sensational. Brian Kelly was on another level. Um, didn't play a heap, but geez, the impact he had, I really like Brian Kelly. He's got one of the best scoots in the game. Uh, a young guy coming out of Manly that everyone's been talking about for a while now is Zach Sadler. Uh, played 30-odd minutes, seven hit-ups. Would have made 20-odd tackles, I reckon, around that mark. 21 tackles, yeah. I thought he was really good. His contacts were sensational. He, he was winning every contest he was going into, Zach Sadler. I think he could be... And, you know, no secret there. We've all been talking about him for a year or two now, but I really, really like the look of him. I must say, I thought this game in the wets... Um, I thought this was a game that Jamal Fogarty could have really grabbed. I feel like this game was just waiting for a halfback to grab it. And I thought Jamal Fogarty, he just didn't step up for me, which I was a little bit disappointed in. I I thought the stage was set for him. Uh, Here you are with this all-star team. It was wet. They needed someone to stand up, a leader, and take control of that team. And I just, I don't know, I just feel like Jamal Fogarty didn't do the job for me. I was a little bit disappointed there. But, you know, as we said, wet weather footy, it was tough on them. Uh, He's obviously coming to this side. Uh, A lot of guys that he hasn't played with before, of course, I think it's his first time playing... Uh, for the Indigenous All-Star. So a lot of these guys he wouldn't have played with before. For the Maori side, uh, I, I thought Dalin Matenis-Lesniak had a bit of a mixed bag. Joey Manu was strong. Obviously took that intercept, which was a, which was a brilliant read. Found DWZ. Dylan Walker didn't see much of D-Walks. Um, I know there was one touch early. He got put into touch. I think that was a bit silly of him in the wet weather. I mean, you, you, know, you know exactly what your result's going to be there. Uh, Patrick Herbert did his job. Jerome Luai, um, I thought he overplayed his hand a lot the other night. I was a little bit disappointed in Jerome Luai. There's a kick at the back end of the game in like the 79th minute that I, I, I could see on Luai's face after the game how devastated he was. He puts it out on the full and it was just a nothing kick. It was just... It was a young man's mistake, yeah, and it's something that Jerome Luai is going to have to learn because he's played all last year with his team on top, on the front foot, everything's easy. Uh, when when the situation gets tough and you're in those crunch moments, that was a bit of a worry for me last night. It was a bit of a lazy play by Jerome Luai. Um, he's got to make sure of those one percenters because that in the back end, it did cost the game for them. Uh, Jerome Luai was well aware of that. I could see it on his face though. Benji Marshall, I thought he was great. I think he played 70 odd minutes. I didn't think he'd play that much. Uh, did really well. Later on a good little try for Jordan Ricky. I'll talk about him in the moment. Uh, I think Benji Marshall is going to be a great signing for South Sydney. I think he's just the leader that they need. Really stood up in that game the other night. I'm really excited. Uh, Russell Packer, 21 minutes. I just, I, I'm sorry. I, I've been a big fan of Packer all of his career, but the game has moved so far away from Russell Packer. It's not even funny now, the poor bastard. He was exhausted out there. I think he played a grand total of 20 minutes over two stints, um, and his impact was minimal. I'm sure he would have been a good guy to have in camp during the week, but um. Yeah, if, if he's a starting prop for the Tigers this year, I must say I'm a little bit worried. It, the, the game has just moved past him now. I know, I know he's a great player once upon a time, but Packer, 
I don't know, he, he'd be a serious spot defender for me. He looked absolutely gassed very early the other night, and it was in the rain. It wasn't a dry track, so it played into his hands, and I still thought he looked reasonably ordinary. Um, Jeremy Marshall King, 50-odd minutes, solid game. Um, you know, exactly what we expect out of Jeremy Marshall King. Uh, I don't think he had a well, – I think, I think he had five runs or so. Um, when you compare him to Ruben Cotter, though, how much he was moving the ball, how much he was getting on the front foot, you could really see a big difference between the two sides. And this is where I get worried about having a non-running hooker. I mean, their forward pack absolutely dominated. James Fisher-Harris was unbelievable through the centre third. Uh, Britton Acora was piercing nearly every time. Joey Tapanay, fantastic hit-ups. I think if you would have put Cotter on the other side and he was taking off behind these guys, I think they would have won by a heat, to be honest with you. Uh, James Fisher-Harris, I just mentioned him. He was sensational the other night. Um, 70 minutes, 16 hit-ups, 26-odd tackles. Uh, He had a really strong game, James Fisher-Harris. Going to be a big year for him out of the Penny Panthers. Uh, Britton Acora, now this is a guy that didn't actually have him in my Cronulla Sharks starting team. I had him missing the 17, to be honest with you. The other night, I thought he was really impressive, though. I thought he had a fantastic game. I think he might have played himself into that side if he wasn't in it. He wasn't in my team, but, geez, he's put up a really good argument to put him in there. He was really good. You've obviously got Wade Graham, Sifatalakai. Uh, depends how they want to use the 13, whether it's Toby Rudolph, Billy Magulius, but... Geez, I really want Sifatalakai to start. I need Wade Graham to start. So Nakora, for me, was going to be the man that misses out, but... He was really strong the other night. Uh, Jordan Rickey, 60-odd minutes, nine hit-ups, uh, scored a good try, got a line break there, uh, 20-odd tackles. So, I mean, you're probably looking at about 35 in base as far as Supercoach goes, as a lot of us were watching him for Supercoach. Um, still very raw. You've got to remember, he's only been playing rugby league three or four years. Everyone's talking him up. I've been saying it for ages. He is very raw. I think his best footy is still a year or two away. Uh, but I still think he's going to do well this season. Uh, Joseph Tapanay uh, played 40-odd minutes. Just solid. Exactly what we expect from him. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing him in Canberra this year. Getting the captaincy in this team too. That would have been massive for his confidence. Uh, 14, Isaac Luke. I thought this guy was sensational. Um, I think he had a knock-on in the play the ball at one point that I don't actually think was a knock-on. Uh, he got unlucky there, but he just brought aggression to this team. I was really, really impressed with Bully. I'll be shocked if there isn't a spot on a roster for him somewhere. I think that there's a number of hookers getting around. I mean, Isaac Luke, Nathan Peets, you got Danny Levine. None of these guys, none of these guys have contracts at the moment. It's a really weird time for hookers in the NRL. It's very strange. I understand there's probably a couple of teams waiting around to see what Cameron Smith does. But, mate, if Cameron Smith doesn't land at the Gold Coast or the Brisbane Broncos, I think that one of these teams has to go after Isaac Luke. I know he's at Brisbane at the moment. He's on a train and trial contract, though. And I think you'll find Danny Levi will be joining them as well on on the same deal very soon. So, interesting watch there. Uh, Zane Musgrove, I thought he was really good. A guy that I've never had huge raps on, and he's just got a lot of shit in his game and off the field as well. I think he might have got suspended in this game too. Don't quote me on that. I'm sure you'll see it during the week. But Zay Musgrove, I thought he was really impressive. Uh, Isan Masters, I think he played 30-odd minutes. Pretty small stint there. Um, Looks to be on the up, though. He's a guy that I think is going to be a massive season for Isan Masters. New coach coming into the building. It's a fresh start for him. Uh, Obviously left the West Tigers and... Arrived at the Cowboys as the star center and last year couldn't get a gig in the side. So going to be a really interesting season for Isam Masters. I did like what I saw the other night. There was a force drop out he put in that was a really good touch. A couple of good things from him. Uh, the last thing I'll touch on in this game is the rule changes. Now, we've obviously seen that when the ball goes out, you come in for a play the ball and they've taken out the scrums. And look, I understand why they've taken out the scrums because teams don't utilize them. 
it's become just blokes leaning on each other. It's not a real scrum. I understand that argument, but geez, I thought it really slowed down the game the other night, to be honest with you. And what it also does is it means that when you're coming out of your own end, the defensive team has their line set. Yeah, they have their line completely set. At least off a scrum, you've got every single forward on the field jammed into a five-meter space. And then it's up to the attacking team to take advantage of that, to move the ball away from the scrum and to move it to the edges. Um, That's the one thing I do like about it is that you have to break off and you have to get yourself into position. If the team gets on the front foot and they utilize the ball on zero tackle, which a lot of teams don't, and I understand that. But I'll tell you what, I reckon that this new rule coming in, I think that that teams are going to start to realize that they're wasting their opportunities off a scrum, that now they're going to have to come out of their own end whenever the ball's put into touch to a set defensive line, and it's going to be extremely difficult. I think you'll see, you know, kicks... uh, Sorry, sets of six after a ball goes out into touch. I think you'll see them drop by 10 or so metres because your defence is set. It's the biggest advantage to the defensive side possible, and when you're coming out of your own end, that's hard. Yeah, it should be. I think we'll go back to scrums very soon because I think people are going to realise how much we miss having all of our forwards isolated in one spot and then breaking and having to get back into position. It creates a little bit of chaos in your defence and it actually puts the attacking team on the front foot coming out of their own end, which I really like personally. Um, I think the idea of it is to try and keep the ball in play, but, mate, the game is so fast nowadays that if you're a halfback, you, you, you can't keep the ball in touch. You can't allow your forwards to go a whole set where they run down and then the team returns the ball. If you give away a six again there, if they don't have that breather, you're, you're cactus for 10 minutes. Um, I, I think we will go back to scrums eventually. I like the idea in theory, but j- just watching it from a practical side the other night, I don't think it's going to work. Happy to see what happens there, though. I guess the one thing that I would argue against what I've just said is that, of course... For a lot of those guys, it's their first game of the season. They're not playing with guys in their team that they're usually used to, and it was wet. So it was a bit of a clusterfuck there. But for me, I wouldn't be shocked if we get to the first few weeks of the NRL and they bring scrums back, to be honest with you. I will be shocked beyond belief if scrums aren't back in 2022 from what I saw the other night. I think it it slows the play down, and it just gives the defense too much of an advantage if you need to have a breather where you put the ball into touch, if you feel that your team needs that breather, I think the the advantage should be on the attacking team to come out of their own end. Uh, a cracking game. Uh, disappointing was a draw. Really good to see some of those guys get out there. Some of the best superstars in our game. Uh, really excited for the trials next week. This morning, I'll have another podcast coming where I talk about some of the other trials and a few kids that stood out for me. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 